Atlas Copco, we strive to be the most attractive investor company in our segments and target markets. Our strong culture of innovation is a result of having great people on board, committed and encouraged to grow and reach their full potential. With the belief that passionate people make the difference, the People Podcast is one channel where we get to explore and deep dive into topics within people and culture. For those of you who listened to our previous episodes, welcome back. We release new episodes on a quarterly basis, and the program today is our 10th release. I'm Cecilia Sandberg, Head of HR for the Atlas Copco Group, and with me I have Dorna Eriksson Sheffi, VP Talent Management for the group. Our topic today is Coaching for Growth, where we will elaborate on what coaching really is, why it matters so much, and how to get it right. So join us as we together explore the why, what and how of coaching and the role it plays to enable professional and personal growth. Dorna, most welcome. Thank you, Cecilia. I'm happy to be back in the pod studio again after summer. So am I. And extra excited about that this being our 10th episode. It calls for right. celebration, right? Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. So at Atlas Copco, we talk about future-proof leaders who coach and develop their people for success. We're also very passionate about driving a learning organization where feedback and coaching are key ingredients of shaping your individual learning journey. Mm. So today I thought we could break it down a little bit maybe and understanding the science behind coaching and exploring how it can elevate both individual, team and organizational performance. Are you ready, Dorna? Always ready. (laughs) (laughs) So super. Then let's start with getting the basics right. Um, What is coaching really? Yeah, so so coaching is a learning method where coaches support employees to understand their challenges and develop their own self-generated solutions. So generally, coaching is best suited to improve a person's power skills, such as improving, for example, how you collaborate with colleagues or becoming a strong, active listener or building a stronger process to solve problems, to name just a few use cases. Hmm. I think that's interesting. So... The one-size-fits-all nature of traditional training programs, uh, would you say they often fall short in giving employees the skills they need to solve complex challenges? Is Mm. that what we should say that coaching steps in and excels, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It provides that tailored, just-in-time learning that helps employees develop behaviors to navigate obstacles at work and produce stronger business results. Hmm. So another way of looking at it is that coaching uh, builds trust. Mm. So having a coach, for example, with no ties to your direct team allows for a non-judgmental safe space where individuals can take the time to practice new skills, make mistakes and learn from these Mm. to build their confidence of using these behaviors in work. I mean, this boosts employee confidence and job satisfaction. Would you agree to that, Dorna? Absolutely. Coaching is a fantastic way to invest in the career progression of employees and reverse the trend many organizations face today with low engagement in their workplace. Research actually shows, and I think we have all witnessed as well, that when employees are given opportunities for development, they're more likely to feel engaged and connected Mm. with the organization that they work for. Yeah, indeed. In addition to increased employee engagement, What are other additional benefits of coaching? What would you highlight here, Donna? 
Mm-hmm. So coaching primarily improves individual performance. The rapid pace at work today means that many managers don't get to spend as much time with their reports on regular one-on-one discussions mm-hmm. that focus on their development. So coaching provides an added and personalized support system to drive performance, whether it be with an internal or an external coach. Hmm. I'm also a strong believer of coaching enabling a deeper level of learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of workplace learning involves soaking up tons of information and trying to remember it. Still, research shows that we typically only utilize 5 to 20% on what we are taught in a training course. Mm. So coaching also includes inquisitive two-way conversations on the goals and solutions, prompting the coachee to experiment with and learn how to use alternative and better behaviors. It does indeed, yes. And we actually have a recent case from our group leadership portfolio that showcased this in a great way. Uh, So we piloted a program called Leadership Mm -hmm. Resilience for Sustained High Performance with a group of GMVPs earlier during the year. And in addition to the instructor-led sessions, we added a 360 development assessment at the start of the learning journey together with six months individual Mm -hmm. digital coaching with an external coach. So feedback from the participants was actually very clear. The coaching experience elevated the full program experience. So by being able to discuss and bounce ideas with the coach between and after the live sessions on topics such as well-being, time management, Mm. and how to build resilience in yourself and in others, pilot leaders felt that they got way more out of the program experience Mm. versus not having had the coaching experience built into the program. Oh, that's a great example indeed of how external coaching in this case deepens the level of learning. I love it. <laughs> I am also a believer of the fact that coaching empowers individuals to take charge of their career. Do we have some research that makes links to this and makes it a bit more clear for us, Dorna? We do actually, yes. A recent survey by the Pew Research Center found that the second reason people quit their jobs in the last year is because they lacked opportunities Mm. for advancement Mm. in their role. And coaching helps organizations retain their talent by giving them control over the skills and behaviors they learn and the pathway they choose to develop their career. Mm. I think that's an insightful conclusion. I couldn't agree more. So far, we hear referred to coaching as one mythology, So, but coaching actually comes in different shapes and forms, right? Yeah, it does indeed. And the most well-known may perhaps be leadership coaching. Mm-hmm. So working with leaders at different levels. Uh, and leadership coaching is designed to help leaders become more effective at driving their own and the organization's performance. Uh, it typically also focuses on how to build and motivate teams to achieve business goals. We then also have performance coaching. So this is suitable for employees at all levels who want to excel at their work. And this type of coaching helps people develop skills that are specific to meeting the objectives of their current job. Okay, great. That is clear. But what about coaching for teams? I mean, we talk a lot about high-performing teams Mm -hmm. here and not only high-performing individuals. Tell us more about that. Sure. So team coaching is yet another form of coaching suitable for teams that want to strengthen their communication skills and work cross-functionally, for example. Team coaching also encourages employees to collaborate, build stronger Mm -hmm. relationships, and work through challenges together. 
Oh, okay. So let me try to summarize this. Mm. So coaching comes in different forms, but what they all have in common is that they look at the challenges presented and helps the coachee to find a different way forward, mm. introducing new perspectives and enabling the individual to develop new habits, attitudes, or abilities. Right? Yes. 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 Very well put. <laughs> so I guess this is a nice headway actually into the question of when and for what situations coaching is the right solution. What are your thoughts here, Cecilia? Well, I think it's a great and very relevant question. So coaching is suitable when you want to address skill gaps. In situations where you're lacking particular skills, coaching is a great way to explore and add more tools to your skill set. Secondly, I think it's suitable when you want to improve the quality of your work. The influence of a coach can provide clarity to employees on where their weaknesses lie or steer them along the pathway to producing better results. And maybe finally, to help mm. employees achieve their goals. Goals are often easier to set than to achieve. And a coach can help you set clear goals and build the habits that equip you to accomplish them, even when you come up against very difficult obstacles. Mm. Great stuff. So one question I typically get is how to start building a coaching mm -hmm. culture in workplace. Yeah, that's a very essential question as well. And we can all contribute to make it happen. Yes, indeed. And here I think we need to be clear on what coaching is and is not. Coaching is often used interchangeably with mentoring, for mm -hmm. example, mm -hmm. or other forms of training, which leads actually to confusion and unrealistic expectations that can block the progress. Mm. So embracing a two-way communication is, is also key. Coaching isn't about coaches telling the coachee what to do. It's about helping people find and apply their yep. own solutions. Mm -hmm. And finally, I think it's about creating accountability, right? When more mm -hmm. and more employees experience coaching conversations on a regular basis, either with their own manager, an internal coach, or an external one, it leads to a coaching culture where everyone feels invested in. I fully agree. And if you look into desired skills for managers, coaching is one of them. A recent Gallup study actually says that 86% of employees think their managers are uninspiring. Hmm. So as a manager, you need to ask yourself, do I coach or do I instruct? Right. A very important question. And what is the fundamental difference in your view? Well, I actually think that the difference is quite significant. Mm. I mean, when you manage and instruct your employees, you are the one giving the direction what to do and how to do it. When coaching, you give the trust to the individual or the team to use their own insights and resources. Coaching provides the willingness to try new things. That is why coaching is a key component of a high-performance culture, I think. Yeah, very well said. So now that we're convinced of the benefits of coaching and ways we can all contribute to creating a coaching culture, what are some of the common challenges of coaching in the workplace? What are your thoughts? Well, I think obstacle number one is typically time, right? Mm. Coaching requires that you dedicate time to it, whether it's weekly or monthly. And with many employees and managers already overwhelmed by packed schedules, mm. it can be a struggle to commit significant time to coaching. So the question is, how do we overcome this? Yeah, and I believe that taking a bite-sized approach to coaching helps. Mm -hmm. I mean, keep sessions short, sharp, and frequent to ensure that they are as impactful as possible, while also fitting neatly into those busy calendars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So providing the choice for employees to, for example, sign up for digital coaching also helps scale and make coaching more accessible. I think that's a great tip. So for leaders listening in today, what recommendations do we have for how to become a better coach? 
Yeah, I think it all starts with being a better listener, actually. Uh, and according to a recent survey by Forbes, employees who feel their voice is heard is close to five times more likely to mm -hmm. feel empowered mm. and to do their best. Mm. So hearing other viewpoints might change your own, actually. Secondly, create a safe space, right? A good coach knows that without psychological safety, you will end up with a team unwilling to explore anything. Mm. So psychological safety is vital for the creation of new ideas. Mm. Indeed. Believe it or not, Dorna, we're getting closer to the end again. No, already? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we have been talking about the why, the what, and how of coaching, including key benefits, the common challenges faced, and how to overcome them. Mm. So should we try to summarize and leave our listeners with some key takeaways this time? Absolutely. I, I think we could go on forever, but yes, let's <laughs> let's summarize. <laughs> so coaching enables the individual or the team to look at old problems with a new lens mm -hmm. and form new habits, attitudes, and abilities. So in order to build in coaching into the flow of work, the trick spells bite-sized focused sessions. And when done right, coaching is a great way to invest in the career progression of employees, resulting in higher engagement and work performance. Well put, Dorna. Thank you. I believe we all want to excel at work. We want to contribute and belong. And we want to have our personal purpose aligned with mm. the one of the company, for sure. We will feel empowered if we have the opportunity to work on something that has meaning. With mm. ongoing coaching in FIBA, we will have a better chance to achieve just that. Mm. So thank you so much, Dorna, for joining me today. Thank you so much, as always, for having me. And to our listeners uh, out there, thanks for joining us and stay healthy and safe.